Gonna Pay, the Rent Podcast, where oh. we talk about rent. <laughs> oh no. Okay, so you guys are singing Rent. Life yeah. is a tango, Maureen. Am I right? <laughs> yeah. Am I right? You are right, are you Marco. You are so right. Uh. I feel like I feel like this musical is just bad and 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 you guys don't even like it, you know? I like you- it. I like the recording on YouTube specifically. Yeah. Who do you think you are? Le- Who uh, leaving Running me around here alone leaving with my guitar. Different, oh. <laughs> different, different cringy reference. Stop. No, who do you think you are think barging you are in on me? On oh, I guess there are two. There are two uh, Roger's the worst. <laughs> I'd be Roger. Uh, Jaden is Mark. You would be Mark. You would be Mark. <gasps> Thank you. <laughs> That's such a compliment. <laughs> is it really? Well, Mark has Mark has the, the tenor. The eyes, the eyes of the show. It's true. Oh, welcome to It's Not That Scary. This is actually a horror movie podcast, not a musical theater podcast. Yeah, geez. Sorry, Jaden, for the tangent. We, uh, we <laughs> are watching horror movies chronologically through time and space. Mm-hmm. And we're coming at you with another episode. Yeah. Uh, this year, we're in the year 1953? Four. 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 <laughs> oh. My God. Uh, listeners, you may remember about a year ago, we would spend maybe half the podcast talking about how hot it is. And here we are again. We're yeah. back, baby. Full circle. It's so unbelievably hot. I feel like last year it, the transition to summer was like more normal yeah i feel like mm-hmm. it was it's, it was so cold until like literally this weekend and then it was 85 degrees yeah and yeah but, but you didn't come here to listen to us talk about the weather no you, you came, came here, here to, to listen, listen to, to us, us sing rent. Ta- sing <laughs> sing rent yeah exactly sing rent <laughs> and you know what what we're not gonna pay. pay. No one, no one is auditioning this. <laughs> no one is. What, Jaden? Sorry, I got uh, I got tongue twied. Tongue twied. You got tongue twied. <laughs> well, we've already been cast. We're actually doing a, t- a two a two header. A two man show or a two header? A two header. Okay, cool. Where Ethan is Mark and I play all the other characters in Rent. Wait, but who's Jaden? I'm I'm the rent. The man. I'm the money in an envelope that you pay. Is there a scene where somebody no, pays rent? Jayden, no, Jaden. They famously they don't, don't pay rent. Pay rent. <laughs> what? Stupid Why ass. Why is it called that then? That's so stupid. Because rent not only means that, but it's also when you tear something apart. And it's a movie about severing ties due to things like... It's not a movie. It's a musical. I guess it is also a movie. Whatever. Anyway, True. it's about the communities that were torn apart by the AIDS crisis. You sick fuck. And you're homophobic. Whoa. (laughs) Yeah, if you don't like rent, you're a homophobe. (laughs) Well, let's talk about the year 1954. (laughs) Okay, all right, Jane. Are you sure we don't want to talk about rent more? Uh, That'll be for the after show. Stay for the after show. Okay. Stay for INTS Untucked, and that's where we talk about rent. (laughs) Yeah, and we are all tucked right now. Yeah. Whenever we record. Yeah, even Chalupa. Tucked. Margo puts on uh, like a strap on so she can tuck. Okay, here's something I noticed about this season of um, RuPaul's Drag Race. Race, Season 13. Not a whole Uh lot of talk, if, if any talk about tucking. 
And I assume that's because of Mick, which is a good choice oh, for inclusivity. Know. And I was like, oh, great. Maybe they're not going to talk about penises anymore as related to drag. Sure. Because whatever. But then, no, they do it in... in in UK. Down Under. Down Under. Down under. Sorry. <laughs> Down Under. That's, I never noticed that. That's interesting. Because I feel like it was in like a bunch of... like Even yeah, though the I queens mean, didn't really talk about it that much. Right. And Trinity the Tuck won All-Stars just because of her branding around the Tuck. Yeah. Because it couldn't possibly be her talent or her taste <laughs> no. or her... <laughs> no. ...performance ability. So... It's literally she... <laughs> yeah. But anyway, let's talk about the 1954. Yeah, let's talk about 1954. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, the war in Korea is over, and there's a little bit of rumblings happening in Vietnam, you know, North Vietnam, uh, led by Ho Chi Minh, is all communist, and South Vietnam is all not. And originally, Eisenhower says, let's stay out of that. He says that in, like, January or February 1954. By December, we've already signed on board to support South Vietnam, so. That's crazy. I didn't realize it was that early. Korea just ended. I don't think we've deployed troops yet, but we're like, yeah, yep, but we, we're basically going to. It's the height wow. of McCarthyism. We're really mm. anti-communist. Eisenhower passes a law outlying communism, which, like, ha- I don't feel like there needs to be a law for that. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even know that happened. That's crazy. And so dumb, you can't, like, outlaw an idea. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, I guess you could because if if you were communist, your life would be ruined. But, you know, there were some good things happening. Eisenhower's Supreme Court, I believe it was the Warren Court, uh, passed a lot of really progressive decisions, one of which was Brown versus the Topeka Board of Education, which Mm. um, overturned Plessy v. Ferguson and set a legal precedent for integration and uh schools in maryland and or no schools in dc and baltimore county which isn't maryland but not all of maryland mm. um, but those were the two first some two of the first school districts to uh start to integrate their classrooms and this was 1954 so i don't believe integration really kicked off especially in places like the south until the 60s hey mama welcome to the 60s that song is about that right uh yeah yeah and um also a ton of really influential things happened in entertainment so elvis presley recorded his first demo um the movie seventh samurai came out which is a um jane's getting a burger men Uh, (laughs) (laughs) wait can i Um, ask about elvis yeah. Uh, was that before or after he met Forrest Gump as a child and was inspired to dance from That him? would have been after, because remember, Forrest Gump showed Elvis how to dance, and then that's when he took off. Gotcha. Of course, yeah. I should have put that together. So probably like right before. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. A bunch of movies came out. Seven Samurai, which is a really um, famous war movie, mm-hmm. really influential for the genre. Y'all seen it? Yeah, I've seen it. I have not. Wow. Does it live up to you, the hype? You call yourself a film. Well, it's four I hours do. long. I call myself so. a film. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> we watched it for my film class. Ugh, we had to go two, like, yeah. two different nights. Yeah. Shout out, Coos. I think I fell asleep. Um, it was fine, I guess. 
Bugs Life is better. Get you the the same the same story. Oh, it's the same story. Basically. Wow. That's funny. We also watched two bug related movies, and the kid version was better. Yeah, yeah so it's for funny sure. To say that. So I mean, that's a that's a pattern that repeats. Rear Window also came out. Ah, uh, the Hitchcock okay. thriller. <laughs> Emphasis on. Cock. Cock. Cock, right. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't So we could have seen that movie. Well, it's that's not, not a, horror. a horror. You're right. You're so right. It's a thriller. And, like, it's a dull thriller, I will say. It, yeah, he's mostly just looking out of his window the entire movie. Yeah, he's right. literally paralyzed. Oh, yeah. So he's not doing much. But this was really, like, a not the golden age of Hollywood, because I would say that's, like, the tw- late 20s, early 30s. But this is, like classical era so it's when grace kelly and humphrey bogart and audrey hepburn and ingrid bergman and we're all working and all the stars of the movies and they're working on you know bigger budget movies and uh we've got some technicolor production becoming more and more common the first color television came out in um 1954 it cost $1,000 wow. for a 12 and a half inch screen. That's crazy. $1,000 is $10,000 in today's money. I don't know. Probably more. Probably. Well, you could look it up. Yeah, Ethan, yeah. look it up. Okay, what would you do? $10,000. Well, One, how, <laughs> how, wait, <laughs> 1954 <laughs> conversion. Yeah. Right. <laughs> $1,000. So you would do times um, three and a half. I don't. So three so, and a half thousand dollars. That's not as yeah. much as I thought. Wait, is that that can't be right? Average inflation rate. Well, y- cumulative price change is almost by nine hundred percent. You have to multiply by nine hundred. Nine hundred thousand dollars. That seems too much. That seems too much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna guess it was like eight thousand. All right, I'm on the inf- official inflation calculator. Official. $9,927. So, yeah, uh, that's crazy. So, almost $10,000. Yeah, wow. Oh, okay. Um, Bob Dylan was bar mitzvahed in 1954. Oof. He became a man. Woof. He old. He old. Yeah, he is old. And I also didn't look at uh, how long each of the things are in, so I'm going to look at that right now. <laughs> Connection and an isolating <laughs> I didn't sing that song, so I don't know what that's what, okay. What my notes would be. What was your favorite song? Performing, um, "Seasons of Love." Sure. So I got to get stand on the front of the stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like the first person outside of that, and I had that's I really was an funny. unnamed chorus member. That's funny. So I really liked that one. Good to be soulful. And um, without you. Yeah. Without love. Nope. I like to. Oh, or Halloween. That's a great Halloween one. into Goodbye yeah, Love. Yeah, yeah, it's so uh, good. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm back now. So I, we can no, stop hold on, Jaden. Hold on. <laughs> I really liked uh, a, uh, Angel's Funeral, the. Yeah. Uh, I'll Cover You reprise. Mm-hmm. Really good. So. Without love, that one was fun to. Like that one was fun to perform love. because <laughs> because I we we got to make ourselves cry. Yes, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. All right. She was so much more original than any of us. <laughs> 
And then m- m- fucking Mark. Oh my god, O'Curr. Okay, we get let's it. go, let's go, let's go. <laughs> Mark misgenders her at her funeral. Yes. And he's like trying to make, he makes it a cute moment about himself. He's like, and then he, she. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he's that's, the good that's guy. really funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. Oh my god. Yikes. <laughs> Um, yeah, so 1954 is a really complex year. You know, we're seeing a lot of innovation happening, but we're also um, fucking gonna enter a pointless war. Yeah, we're probably at this point, um, which is a good lead into the movie. Uh, we're we're dropping bombs left and right all over the Pacific. Yeah, the hydrogen bomb was detonated in 1954, which hap- ended up being in Bikini Atoll. So, I mean. Allegedly, no one was injured, but no, no, no. Can we trust anything the government says? It became unintentionally the largest explosion ever created um, by the U.S. that we know of. That you know wow. is public knowledge. That is reported. Yeah. 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 Wow. Um, but um, the movie we watched this week, ni- uh, the movie we watched this week, 1984s. Nope. Nin- the movie we watched this week, 1954s. Them! Exclamation point. Yep. Them. Um, it's them. It's them. It's them. Um, yeah. She so this, never came. Comes back. Well, yeah. whatever. Whatever. We'll definitely there. thought she would, but whatever. Um, yeah. <laughs> this, we watched. We watched 1984s. I mean, 1954s. Them! Exclamation point. This week. Um, it's a movie about giant ants that become giant because of uh, all the radiation in the American Southwest from the first ever atomic bomb from dropping. the atomic bomb testing location. Which, not so fun fact. There was a lot of radiation poison, er, radiation present in that area, and it leached into the groundwater and severely harmed the Navajo, I believe it was Navajo population that lived there. Because, you know, the U.S. government didn't give a fuck. Yeah, so we can just add that to the long list of terrible things the U.S. has done. Um, Yeah, it's crazy. But this movie, who chose this movie? I Um, did. It's my week. Yeah, um, and I was really excited because this is going to kick us off into, uh, I guess, the monster movie genre. I don't know how many monster movies we'll see, but like, uh, I feel like we've been we've been in the monster movie genre. What am I thinking of? Big like Godzilla, giant ants, uh, monster, but in a different sense. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. is like a an atomic monster, like a radioactive. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whereas before it was man monsters. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And you know, this is a classic. People talk about it. Them. Uh, Do they? Yeah, yeah. When you think of like classic monster movies, this one comes Never up. Never heard of it before. Yeah, this was this was highly rated on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm. Yeah, but honestly, you know, Jaden's brief brief mention of the movie is basically the summary of the movie. There's really not much yeah. else to it. There are these scientists yeah. who are like, you know, I think I think there are giant ants over here because the because of the radiation and then they're like let's go and investigate and blow them up and then they they try to do that and succeed and then that's the end yeah basically yeah interspliced with uh long stretches of scenes of people talking in a room about About ants ants. about ants or i mean that's that's the that's the most interesting thing that they talk about i don't know ants fun facts (laughs) (laughs) i don't know everything else was so boring (laughs) yeah so there are four main characters i'd say don't know any of their names. There's Dr. Medford. Guy. Medford. Medford. Old guy loves ants. His yeah. daughter, Dawn. Pat. Pat. She's a doctor. She's Dr. also Pat. Dr. Medford, the second Dr. Medford. Um, and then there are two cops. 
One's an FBI agent, one is a regular One cop. is so tall. Yeah. I cannot believe how tall this actor is. I read on the Wikipedia page um, that the other actor had to wear lifts in his shoes to offset the height difference. Really? Wow. Yeah. There were several moments in this movie where it was like, you're too tall. Get out of the movie. There are a lot of really good fun facts about the production on Wikipedia. I'll pull yeah, it up and sure. yeah. read some of them. Uh, one of the one of the fun facts is that there are three instances of the Wilhelm scream, like back to back to back, right. like yeah. within five minutes. And the second one... It's a stretch. They didn't need it. <laughs> yeah, some guy just gets like bonked in the head with like yeah. a block of wood, and then it's like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the movie was originally going to be made in color and in 3D, but the puppets didn't look good enough, so they decided <laughs> not to do it. But you can see um, the first shot of the movie is in a 3D format, and obviously they use that bright red color for the title sequence. They saved some of the their original production um, ideas, but didn't go with it for the rest of the movie. And this was to give a, a the, the film's opening a dramatic punch. That's interesting. Uh, I thought um, even though the bugs would have looked really stupid in 3D, I still was mildly impressed by the puppetry work in the movie. Yeah, yeah. I definitely thought that they were going to just like blow up tiny images of bugs, but I was glad they went the puppet puppet rat. Yeah. Puppet, <laughs> puppet rat. Puppet route. Not to be confused with yeah. puppet rat. What's his name? Right. In the Muppets? Rizzo. Rizzo the rat. Yeah. Um some fun facts about um the ants themselves, so they were painted a purplish green color and they were operated by technicians and in one sequence when they're battling in the sewers, um, a brief shot, there's a brief shot of one of the ants and you can see its side has been removed and you can see its mechanical interior. But Mm. I'm not sure if we saw that in our version because Mm. it was obscured in DVD releases. Mm. And also, the sounds that the ants made were the calls of bird-voiced tree frogs. Mixed oh. with some other woodpeckers. Yeah, I I definitely thought it sounded like frogs. Frogs or, yeah, or something like that. Yeah. I en- I enjoyed that. I thought that was an interesting choice. I don't know like if ants make a sound at their tiny scale, but I thought that the choice to have this like kind of noise yeah. happening was was kind of freaky. Yeah, for sure. And a great way to foreshadow them at the beginning when they're just roaming around the desert. Oh, at the very beginning, yeah. they find a traumatized child. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, and they're like, why are you traumatized? Because they just found her like walking around the desert. Uh, and then eventually she reveals it's the ants by screaming the title of the movie. Yeah. So what we were saying briefly before is they're, like the first 20 minutes of the movie are all about this girl. Or maybe not 20, maybe first 10 minutes of the movie are all about this girl and trying to figure out what was wrong with her and what she saw because her town had been abandoned and they find like a dead body and stuff. And then they go talk to her and wave some acid in her face and she awakens from her trance and screams, (laughs) it's them, it's them. And then we never see her again. Yeah. It's like, why did you spend so much time setting that up? It's true though. Um, It's a shame though, because uh, honestly, the first like, 20 minutes of this movie are the best part of the movie and I thought like they were going to like be following this yeah. for longer and they didn't. Um, instead we just like lose the girl and pick up the two scientists and then we yeah. keep going from there. We could have had yeah. the girl like show them where she mm-hmm. lived and they could have learned yeah. more about her and her family yeah, and we would exactly. have felt really sad for them. And we would have, I mean, maybe this is just a me thing, but 
I think the ants were too sympathetic or not sympathetic but i just feel like <laughs> they were definitely pathetic i just feel like yeah the why why would why do we need to bother them you know and i feel like if yeah. they had been really villainized by destroying this whole right. this girl's whole family and we could see that and how she reacted to it it would have been scarier for us and yeah. made us hate the ants more Definitely. And I think that could also have presented the opportunity for the little girl to be like, uh, they took my brother into the nest. Yeah. And so then you, there's some kind of like personal connection as to why they're going into the nest and exterminating the ants. But they are just sort of seen as like generally disgusting and scary. And that's why they have to die. And yeah. And they are meant, they are top secret. Nobody can know about these ants or right. everybody will freak the <laughs> fuck out. <laughs> And yeah. so and in one scene, they destroy the nest in the desert. And they're like, okay, we're done here. And then they discover that two queens had escaped. And mm-hmm. were setting up nests elsewhere. And apparently, one queen, we learned this in a scene all about ants, one queen can create <laughs> 10,000 ants. And then you have queens in that colony. And they go, oh, no, soon enough, you're fucking... Ants are ruling the world. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and humans are extinct. Um, one of the um, really crazy parts of this movie is one of the ants that flew away ended up nesting inside a ship like in the middle of the ocean <laughs> because they left their hatch open and then uh, another ship like shot it down and like I guess killed all the people on board also because the ants have to keep so top secret right. yeah um, yeah but just really silly am I thinking of the right scene the one that you're talking about where they kind of do like a hard cut to uh, them on the ship dealing with yes. the giant ants and it's this guy in an office like uh, frantically doing a Morse code and you can see through the window there's a giant ant like terrorizing his comrade and then the ant busts into the room and destroys the city. Yeah, um, but I definitely agree with, with what you were saying though, Margot. Like the ants, it's never it never seems like too high stakes with the ants because they're pretty easy to kill with like a flamethrower or a gun and yeah, there's like no built-in personal connection. Like you never really fear for the characters' lives, I feel like. Until the end, when Until it's the like the kids end. are in the sewer. Yeah, when there are kids trapped in the sewer and the ants are trying to get them. That's like the big climax. Um, there were like three major battles mm-hmm. in the desert, in the boat, and then the end, the climax is in the Los Angeles sewers. Um, and that's because there is a woman who comes to the FBI office and says, hey, my husband was killed and my kids are missing. And they discover their kids like toy plane or whatever in the Los Angeles river, where I guess is a fun place to play. If you're a child, <laughs> garbage and sewage. Water. And yeah. <laughs> and they're like, Oh, this is where the ants are. Somehow the kids are still alive in the cave. I don't After know. Like a day of being yeah. in there with the ants. I don't know. <laughs> and so they go in and try to save the kids. Oh, note about the kids. One of them looks <laughs> so, so scared and is like covered in grime. And the other one is just like standing oh, straight right. up looking just like dead face. Yeah, like, like my, not, my dad is the no. producer and he made me do this and I don't yeah. really know yeah. what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe he's taking so like a different kind of approach to um, traumatic mm-hmm. incidents. Yeah. Just with a very blank he's face. Yeah, maybe he was shocked. Yeah. 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 Um, yes. Yeah, but anyways, they like travel into uh, the nest that they've made in the sewage system um, and eventually find uh all of the queens in the nest um, before they could have fly, have flown off. Um, and they kill them. And then the scientist has one final speech where he's like, we've entered the atomic age. We'll never know 
what un- what terrible monstrous horrors we've unleashed. Um, blah blah blah. The end. But yeah, there is a lot in this movie that makes me question whether like ants were super common back then because they spend. 10 minutes telling you all yeah. about like ants biology <laughs> yeah. and they're like ants can carry 10 times their own weight or whatever the fuck we know yeah, that everybody knows that. that yeah it's a literal he's that. giving a literal presentation on ants and it's not it's like i feel like they could have had that maybe he is like we start there he's giving his presentation and then it cuts to the ants like destroying the ship and we can hear him saying uh-huh. the ants can carry up to blah 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 ants are super strong and we can see them actually acting that out while he's explaining it that would have been yeah, cool but instead sure. it's a fucking like slideshow yeah. that he's giving to a room full of scientists <laughs> and they're like hmm uh-huh ants, yes, mm. interesting so sounds like we should blow them up <laughs> <laughs> yeah. there's a lot of politics in this movie yeah it's really stupid it it is it was interesting to me that there was um, con- compared to um, when we watched the thing and uh, there was a lot of de- debate between the scientists and the military as to how we should treat uh, this monster. The scientist is immediately like kill it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> kill it. This movie Dear did God. feel more anti-military though. Than anti? This movie felt more anti-military. <laughs> <laughs> anti. This movie was made by the ants. Oh, what'd um, you say? Hentai. <laughs> <laughs> yes um yeah this movie felt well actually i don't know maybe this is just me viewing it with my um like critical lens post vietnam but there are some scenes like there's a scene where there's a guy who is in a like mental mental institution and they go and visit him because he has been talking about these crazy ants that he saw and they tell him like oh no you're right and then they leave and the doctor's like oh thank you guys for coming we're gonna release this guy and the fbi agent is like nope you can never release him because we got to keep these ants under secret secret. but then they end up telling the whole world about the ants because i guess it gets too scary and he says don't don't let this person out of the mental institution under any circumstances i'll tell you when he's not sick anymore Yeah. yeah (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and that's another thing is that so much of this movie is dedicated to the authorities going around town and just interviewing people, see who knows yeah. stuff about these ants, as opposed to ants attacking. Yeah, maybe this is more of a war movie than a horror movie. A journalist, a like. war journalism yeah. movie. The ants are the... Although, I don't know. The ants are, it's a civil war because the ants are on our soil. That's we true. created these ants. It's true. It's true. Brother fought against brother. I don't know. Horror or bore or nor. I'm struggling. See, the first like 15 minutes were horror. Yeah. Especially there was one really good shot. The one time uh, that this movie kind of spooked me is when they're investigating one of the initial murders and they look into a basement and there's like sort of like fun swinging lights um, and a lot of shadows and you see the uh, through the shadows and the light um, a dead body. Um, mm-hmm. That was horror for sure. Uh, but then sure. literally the rest of the movie is just boring. Right. I feel like, yeah, the first part, the first 15 minutes almost gives me like X-Files vibes where it's mm-hmm. very like do, 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 do. Um, and then it becomes yeah. a bore. Eh, I would say nor. Yeah, yeah. I would say nor just because there were the few scenes in the middle of ants attacking were really fun. 
Um, yeah. And I like the puppets. Um, but the, I, I agree. The very beginning, I was excited, especially when you didn't really know what the villain, what the monster was, and all you really heard was the screaming that the ants do, or the yeah. chirping, or whatever it's supposed to be. And it's sort of mysterious. That that kind of gave me the creeps a little bit. Yeah, I, I just feel fine. like mystery is always more fun. Well, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I think they could have drawn out the mystery more and shown us the monster later so sure. that we're on our on the edge of our seats a little bit longer. Yeah. But the middle talking scenes really do feel like a diversion. It doesn't feel like it's amplifying the stakes or anything like that. Right. Right. It's like they had to get a certain runtime. Right. Or that giant ant puppets were too expensive yeah. to use or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. So I would say Nor. Yeah, but um, we, we can transition into Awesome Ants, which, as Margot says, answers the question, what if ants ruled the world? This is a Goosebumps um, from the Goosebumps TV series, which is based off of the Goosebumps novels mm-hmm. by R.L. Stein. Um, this is a Canadian TV show, okay? Okay? Okay, it's Canadian. It's okay. I'm okay with it. Canadian from the 90s. I'm fine yeah, with it's it. from the 90s. There okay. are five seasons on Netflix. Yeah, there are five seasons on Netflix, so... Which is about 300 episodes. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. Watch away. <laughs> um, how, uh, what is your guys' relationship with Goosebumps before? I love it. Yeah, have you seen, like, a lot of the episodes? Yeah, Jade and I watched together when we were just young babies. Aww. Yeah, when we first when you were, um, were, were getting to know each other. Getting to know each other. Getting to know each other. Um, and I say that with a Dutch accent because that's where we met. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I had never watched this growing up, but watched a bunch with Margot when she showed it to that's me. That's fun. I would watch them a lot in school. Like, for some reason, my teachers would show them to okay. me. And then, yeah, because I don't remember where they were ever on. I think it, you always, oh, you could get them from the library. Um, so when I would go visit my, like, grandparents and they'd let me pick stuff from the library, I'd always get, like, a Goosebumps DVD or something, mm-hmm. VHS. Um, Very fun. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. Um, on my portable DVD player. Right, for sure. Right. Um, I remember when I was very young, I would I had seen a, a few episodes, and they genuinely scared me when I was very little and saw them. So it was fun to revisit They're them. They're very fun. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Our yeah. sign is really good at the twist. Yeah. yeah. Oh, um, for sure. The twist in this one is amazing. Yeah. Um, oh, another spooky thing about this movie, but not actually about this movie, just about um, our experience of this movie, mm-hmm. is that since we watched it, and for the past three years... Um, we have called this episode Amazing Ants, and not until uh, we decided to watch it for this episode did we learn out it's actually Awesome Ants, so we got yeah. Mandela affected. Yeah. Oh, I see. Berns- Berenstein Bears. I was so Bears. sure it was Amazing Ants. Yeah. yeah. Amazing Ants rolls the off the tongue better. It does. It does. It's, it's, a, way it's better. a better title. Maybe Amazing Ants was already taken. Maybe. Yeah. Um, but uh, this goose, Goosebumps, it's only 20 minutes, so definitely re- recommend watching it. Yeah, but it's basically about a um, like middle school-aged boy who um, buys an ant set for his science fair project, and uh, the set says, only feed the ants one pellet a day, <laughs> um, but he feeds them a bunch more, and they become giant and start attacking his family and friends, um, and then he wakes up, and it's a dream, and... Uh, he goes around the house, but now uh, all the food in the fridge is blue pellets, and turns out the ants have the humans 
in an ant cage. What if we were the ants? What if ants were the dominant species? Yeah, because an idea that this that this episode um, tries to push on you is that ants are so powerful that if they if something was a little different, if they were a bigger, they would be the dominant species. Yeah. And I uh, gotta say, um, the ant puppetry in this one is better than the movie. I mean, I guess it makes sense because it's like 40 years later, but um, <laughs> the ants the ants in this are pretty scary, honestly, I find them. The, the big ants when they, when they grow up. Not the little ants that they just, I don't even, it looks like they, it's like a... <laughs> it's just like fuzz on the wall they put. Yeah, it looks really, like they the take on the music really funny. video with like the movement of the ants. <laughs> And there's another Goosebumps movie that I, or Goosebumps episode that I really recommend. It's a two-parter called like Escape from Horrorland or like My Day at Horrorland or something, where they do a really good twist at the end. And highly recommend you watch it. It's on Netflix. Also, the Goosebumps movie starring Jack Black is a I haven't seen good. that one. Excellent film. What's the uh, what's mm. the like general uh, idea of that movie? So um, Jack Black plays R.L. Stein, and um, if you open up any of his original manuscripts, the monsters come out of the book, so he keeps them like locked up, but then some kid like opens them up, okay. and they have a bunch of monsters in the town, mm-hmm. and Slappy is the ringleader, and he's the, he's the big bad of the movie. Hell yeah. It was filmed on my street. Oh, wow. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Really came cool. out in 2015. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. And then they made it. Well, there, oh my God! There's a phenomenal R.L. Stein cameo in the movie. Oh, it's so good! It's <laughs> so funny. It's at the very end of the movie. Um, he plays a so Jack Black's character R.L. Stein becomes a teacher at the high school, and R.L. Stein, the real man, plays another teacher mm-hmm. whose name is Mr. Black. Yes, and oh. uh, <laughs> he just says. Um, it's just at the very end of the movie, after everything has happened, this is like one of the last things that happens in the movie. Um, he just passes him in the hallway, and R.L. Stein, as Mr. Black, says, um, Hello, Mr. Stein. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Jack Black says, Hello, Mr. Black, and wow. that's it. And R.L. Stein is like the. <laughs> <laughs> it's so sad. He's the saddest looking man. Oldest yeah. human being. Yeah. yeah. That's funny. There was a. Um, in my elementary school, there was like. Um, this contest you could enter and you could get a writer to come do an author to come to the school and uh, one year allegedly they had R.L. Stein come <laughs> and the students were asking I say allegedly because in throughout my elementary school they the media center librarian always talked about this thing and I never saw an author come but whatever mm. <laughs> she said that R.L. Stein came and somebody asked him how he thinks about all of like how he comes up with all of these scary stories like does he get scared blah 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 and he said that like mankind is scarier <laughs> or something like that <laughs> which is really full circle with uh 1954's them yeah right it's <laughs> <laughs> really silly um but yeah it sounds like your librarian made up this yeah. story sounds like your and this competition <laughs> I think she, she's just trying to get us to read books. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, fuck her. If you read books, maybe your favorite author will come. R.L. Stein came once. He said this thing. And I, we, everybody obviously wanted Lemony Snicket to come, but she said he wouldn't do it. Mm. Sounds about right. Because because it's not a real person. Yeah. <laughs> Is that true? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a pen name. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, um, one other thing I want to say about this uh, episode of Goosebumps is, um, listen, okay, look, it's a 90s, 2000s, it's a 90s kids show, 90s, yeah. low budget, and the Canadian, Canadian, Canadian. and the main, the main actor is a child, so I say this lightly, but he is literally the worst actor I've ever seen in my life. So I feel like there are worse <laughs> actors in this episode than him. Um, like who the exterminator? Which we, we should talk about the exterminator. <laughs> Mr. Lance? No, I think Mr. Lance is the star. Um, yeah. the ice cream man is terrible. Uh, the main oh, guy's yeah. friend is so bad. Well, I thought the main guy's friend was so much better than the main guy. Oh no! I thought the main guy's friend was not as good. Oh, I think main guy's friend is better. I don't know. I I'm sort of with Ethan. I think the kid is the worst. In, it reminded me of the the little girl in Twenty Eight Days Later, just because he looked heavily sedated oh. through the whole movie. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, there is this um exterminator character in the episode who shows up uh wherever there are is an ant outbreak because he's so on top of his game. And turns out that he is uh, actually a teacher in the real life, not in the dream. But what I loved uh, in the in the episode is the part where the kid is giving his class presentation yeah. on <laughs> the ants and what and whatnot. The exterminator is there, like in the classroom, like watching him and like nodding his head, like he's proud of him. Um, but then he goes and like confronts him. But whatever. Yeah, because he's lying about the size of the ants. But, like, yeah, yeah. But, like, the exterminator's yeah. just, like, snooping around in the school. <laughs> yeah, somehow allowed in the school. With with his full extermination costume. Also, why would you yeah. call your extermination service awesome ants? Right, because yeah. you murder them. Yeah, that sounds them. like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we had ants in our house before. It's the worst. Did you ever have to, like, get an exterminator? No, no. Um, we just kind of started killing them. I had them. Yeah. I mean, in in my um, the house I lived in in college, we had them and we got like ant traps. And I, how those ant traps works is really fascinating, actually. So you lay the traps out, traps out, and the traps actually attract the ants because they smell really good, but it's poison. And mm-hmm. so they go in and they take the little poison, then bring it back to their colonies, and it kills them that way. Oh, I, I assume they just like died in the little poison mm-hmm. center. They bring it back. So then you have mm. no cleanup. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah, I would say I was surprised in both the movie and this episode how much I felt for the ants. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the ants are, are really generous benefactors in this one. Yeah. They, they give them so much there. food. Way more than just one pellet a day. They had mounds and mounds of pellets just flying from the the sky. So the implication is that ants, in their current form, just giant, built Mm -hmm. uh, a suburbia, a mini suburbia for, like, uh, a bunch of people, uh, and then an enclosure. But they just look like ants. So, what, they use, like, tiny hammers? Yeah. (laughs) Or maybe ants are really good at building. That, too. That's true. Sorry. And people, yeah, maybe maybe the people, people built their houses like the ants built their houses you had an ant farm ethan you know i did you guys Mm -hmm. got it for me that was all Um, i don't want to take credit for that it was wonderful it was wonderful and honestly ants are pretty amazing yeah very cool margo and i recently watched a kurtzigat video you ever watch kurtzigat yeah 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 like yeah um, it's about um, this like ant war that is like cross continental. It's like covered the entire U.S. and then into Europe um, of these like ants. I think originally from South America. Yeah. Um, and then they got Argentine. here. 
yeah, Argentine. They got here, um, and what will happen is they uh, most ant colonies um, there's just like one queen, um, but like these have like more, um, so they reproduce super quickly. So there's a bunch of them, and they'll go off into like different sex, and then they'll have, like mutate slightly, and then the ants no longer recognize each other as the same species. So there will be all these like ant wars, wow. um, and. Uh, these ants can like kill anything just because there's so many of them so they can like take down everything so there's like this huge massive infestation now that's cross-continental very cool I'll check that video out that sounds fascinating you know it's kind of like people we we branch off into different nations and cultures and forget that we're all the same one love baby we don't recognize where is the love people killing people people dying dying. you should have seasons of Love. Love. Hey, Mama, welcome to the 60s. What? A good theme across both movies is that um, it's all one love. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I would Every say the theme across both war. movies is ants. Yeah, you're mm. right. You're, that yeah, Margo's, Margo's probably right, a actually. A little bit better, yeah. <laughs> uh, but you know what ants can't say? What? Boo!